good evening, good afternoon. Welcome back, listeners, to the Unfounded Podcast. My name is Chris Turner, and I am your host. How are y'all doing? I hope you had a good weekend out there. Uh, it's Monday for me right now, uh, Monday morning. Uh, glad to be back at it, guys. Uh, like I said, hope you had a good weekend. It's it's kind of uh, a nice day out here today. It's been gloomy and stormy and stuff in Colorado for the last couple of weeks, so snow's melting a little bit. It's a little sunny outside, it looks like. I'm excited to get the week started and see how everything rolls uh, rolls through the week. So, uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Um, this morning, I've got the topic of discipline for you. And uh, where to start with discipline? So it, it obviously has a little bit of a responsibility base, right? Um, but I think we think about the term or the idea of discipline the wrong way. We associate it with strict, right? So it's like discipline means strict, which in general, usually we think of as less freedom, right? Or, or We kind of associate di- we kind of associate discipline with, uh, like, despotism. Like, the lack of control or, or like, over-control by one figure or, or an agency or institution or something like that. It's like an outside implementation, right? But um, discipline, I think, in its ideal form is based in responsibility. And it's actually kind of the opposites of everything I just listed. Or it will create the opposite if you actually apply it correctly. Let's start with responsibility here as well. Let's talk about that a little bit because it, it does fit with this nicely. There are things in this life that you have to do that are required of you. That if that things that if you don't pick up, nobody else is going to pick them up for you, right? A lot of times these are simple things, things like going to the grocery store and doing your laundry, you know, the basics. If you don't do them, somebody, nobody else is going to do them for you, right? Unless you're lucky enough to have like the ability to pay for it. Now, because of this, there's a certain amount of responsibility that's inherent in your life that you're going to have to pick up. You know, like I said, it can be basic, but I think there are also some very significant responsibilities that will will present themselves throughout your life that if you don't pick up, will have a detrimental effect in your ability to move forward. If you're not disciplined when you encounter these kind of, you know, weights essentially in the world, you're going to run away from them because you won't have a a good systematic way of dealing with with, or handling that kind of weight, that added pressure, stress, however you want to conceptualize it. So in some ways, discipline is the scaffolding that allows you to go through your life and actually bear the weight of it. Because life is not inherently easy, it is challenging by nature. And in that challenge, you have the ability to either stand against it or to run away from it. And let's hope we all choose to stand against it. Right, if we're looking at it as an adversary, in, in as a, as an adversary, right? If we're looking at the the challenge of picking up your weight as an adversary, then you want to stand against it. Um, 
so anyway, let's um, let's go ahead and define responsibility really quick. All right, not responsibility. I'm sorry. Let's go ahead and define uh, discipline really quick. So we can we usually you're starting there, right? I like that that as well. Um, that's kind of. But I wanted to start start out by by kind of connecting discipline and responsibility together. I uh, hope I did that okay. All right. So right off Google, discipline. Number one, the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. Okay. That's uh, more of the institutionalized form of discipline, right? Um, and the second, a branch of knowledge typically once studied in higher education. Okay. I don't like either of those definitions. Do you guys? Um, let me go ahead and... A system of rules or conduct. I like this a little better. This is kind of what I'm talking about, a system of rules or conduct. So what you, what I think what you want to do in your life is create that for yourself, a system of rules or conduct. But it doesn't have to be def- defined by other people. I think very often we allow our... We think of discipline as something that, like I said, that's institutionalized, <laughs> that's, that's instituted from the outside. Um, like like the first definition is kind of how we think about it. The practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. The punishment side, I think the harshness, that's where the harshness comes from, right? Like we, we associate disobedience, you know, or discipline with punishment, right? You don't do it, you're going to get punished or there's going to be some kind of comeuppance. Um, but what I find interesting is like, that's probably what makes people averse to instituting discipline in their life is the, the the more harsh side of it, the punishment side of it. But it's also exactly what's needed in your life to stabilize it. Um, I, I'm, uh, you know, I haven't gone into this part of my life yet, but I am a military veteran, right? I served in the United States Air Force uh, for about four years. And uh, one of the tools, the reason I bring it up, um, one of the tools that the military uses to kind of inst- instill extreme stability in their system is discipline. And it is more of the traditional definition of discipline, right? The practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. But what you'll quickly find if you've ever, and for any veterans that have been out there that have been in, in a very, very strict discipline environment, like basic training is, um, what you very quickly find after maybe about two weeks, because there is this like period where you're just shocked, right? It's it's overwhelming. There's too much structure, too much discipline, and it's, it makes you feel robotic for a couple of weeks. But once that scheduling essentially gets in, kind of automated inside of you uh, after a couple of weeks, you start to realize that the, the, the discipline actually frees up time in a weird way. Um, for instance, one of the things that the, that one of the strategies they use in basic training to get you to work together is they give you impo- what, seemingly impossible tasks, right? So like the first day you get there, they'll, they'll have you do all, try all these tasks, uh, and they're designed to be impossible unless you are all working together, right? You have to work together to finish them. Um, there's actually an entire obstacle course designed just specifically on that, where you have to use somebody else to cross it or your, your squad to cross it. If you can't, uh, if you don't, if you don't use teamwork, you can't get across same kind of idea, but they start to implement this very soon, right? Like first day when you get there and they do it through, through, through having you do those tasks that are impossible, but without the discipline instilled yet. Right. So you can see how, how 
<laughs> lacking you are by yourself. It makes you feel very small. You, there's, you know, and it gets you to stop trying to do everything yourself. Stop squeezing so hard, right? Um, it just does it through a very harsh way. But what you'll quickly find, and what, like, let me give you an example of what some of the tasks will be. So, like, um, uh, one of the tasks they'll do is like, hey, uh, like the first night they'll, they'll, they'll tell you, hey, uh, here's a razor, go shave. Everybody needs to be done sh- done shaving in a minute and a half. Go. And you have, what, 60 people sitting there, you know, have no idea where they're at. And, and they're screaming going on, right? Like, hurry up, in their face, right? And you're standing there trying to figure out what to do. You don't know where you're at. You don't, it, there's guys that have full beards on. They're giving them razors to shave it off. You know what I mean? Like, and people are scrambling, you know, they have people cutting their face up, all that kind of stuff, trying to get everything, uh, you know, trying to get their face <laughs> shaved in a minute and 30. And you're sitting there like, this is ridiculous. There's no way that this is ever going to happen, right? That this would ever work. Fast forward six weeks. And you and every person in that barracks is shaved. We call it shit showered shaved. You're shit showered and shaved in about five minutes. So yes, it is possible. But it it requires discipline. It requires a system, a systematic way of approaching these things that you do every day uh, in order to free up the time uh, to go and, and expand yourself or your group, whatever you're doing. Uh, and And no kidding, every day in basic training towards the end, I mean, you would get an entire barracks from sleeping dressed shit shower and shaved and the entire barracks beds made everything set up in about five to ten minutes at the max it's about 60 people right um pretty impressive right and that that comes from the discipline it's the reason i bring it up I don't know if you've ever listened to a podcast called uh, the Jocko podcast, but Jocko Willink, he's an ex uh, Navy SEAL. I believe he's Navy SEAL. I know he's special forces. I'm pretty sure he was Navy SEAL. Um, but he's big on discipline. This is his big thing he preaches in his, in his podcast. And he does this one curious thing every morning when he wakes up. He takes a picture. His discipline, his form of discipline is he wakes up every single morning at, I think it's like 4.15, 4.10, something like that. Uh, takes a picture of his watch at that time. And puts it on Instagram. This guy is—he's in his fifties. How old is? Let me see how old Jocko is. How old is Jocko Willink? Um, is sorry, one second. I can't talk and type very well. Willink, yeah, he's forty-eight years old. Okay, uh, this guy's forty-eight years old. He's been doing this crap his whole life, and he still every morning wakes up at, at four a.m., takes a picture of his watch, and goes out and runs. I think like three or four miles. Right. He's, he's a beast, absolute beast. And then he goes and proceeds with his day. But he always talks about discipline, not as a way of controlling yourself, not thinking of it as a punishment, which is how we usually think about it, but thinking of it as a way of freeing up your time. Here's a good example. So like, have you ever had one of those, you know, weekends where you have a, let's say, um, let's say you have a really busy week at work, right? And you've worked really hard the entire week to get through it. And you're just working for the weekend, you know, you're like, oh, God, I can't wait to get done with this week and just get to the weekend so I can do nothing but be a potato. Right. <laughs> and uh, and and the weekend comes and that's exactly what you do. You just potato out. Right. You do nothing but sit on the couch and sleep and eat and do whatever you want, basically. Right. But um, the other thing you'll notice is uh, in those times, um, by the end of that weekend, you have this weird kind of feeling like ugh, like a malaise is set in. And it's probably, I, I think it stems from 
we are beings that need to move. We need, we need to do things. Even if we feel like the, the highest priority right now is to rest, we still want to move and do things, even when we need to rest. And what happens when you treat your life as a finish line, like a place where you need to go and cross that finish line and you can take a break, um, you end up letting things go in those break times that need to be done. And if you don't have a, a strict, you know, instill, if you don't instill discipline in yourself and have a strict kind of strategy and how to deal with those things when you are tired, when you are ran down, when work was too much, uh, then you're not going to do them and they're going to just go away. They're going to just not go away. They're going to get built. They're just going to get worse in the background. And that's actually going to take away from your enjoyment of those times you're trying to rest. And you've probably experienced this. That's, that's what I was getting to in that example earlier, right, is... You can sit there and you can do that all day and not do anything, but you're going to feel like a bag of ass at the end of the, at the end of those couple of days that you took off because you didn't do anything productive, right? You may have gotten your rest, but then you're going to wake up, you know, after your nap on Sunday and you're going to look around and, and you have two hours before you have to go to bed or, or something. And you have all this stuff you didn't do at your house that then is going to pile up and get even worse and worse as you go into the next week of work, which may be harder or may be better. Right. But now you have to handle this other stuff, too, while you go to work, while you do that. Or you get to live in filth or right or let it go and, and maybe eat out uh, fast food the entire week or whatever it is, whatever the uh, um, compromise is that you make uh, because you wanted you needed that time. Right. That's what was like. we needed that time, though. It's OK. We needed it, <laughs> you know, uh, but you didn't. <laughs> you didn't. Now, you, maybe maybe I mean, maybe you do, but not in the way you, you implemented it. Right. Let me like, let me kind of, uh, let me give you an example of a different way to go about it. So, um, a different way to go about it would be, for example, in that same scenario, you go and you work that whole week and you're working really hard and it's been rough. Imagine instead that you have already implemented a system of discipline in that scenario. So like I was saying, the work is hard. You know, you're getting beat up at work. It's, it's taken all of your energy this week, but you've already got a, a system down that you know how you handle these things. And maybe it's already regimented. Maybe Mondays is your day that you do your laundry. Maybe Tuesdays is the day that you do your dishes and not dishes. Hopefully you do those more than one once a week, but sometimes if you're like me, sometimes they go once a week, um, <laughs> uh, whatever, right? Laundry day, uh, you know, one day you, you mop the floor, one day you sweep the floor, one day you, you know, you, you vacuum your bedroom, one day you do it. You see what I'm saying, right? You section it out. You, you re regiment those things in your life that need to be done. And instead of like running away from them or playing this hide and seek game with them, where sometimes you do them and sometimes you don't, you make those things the priorities in your life. You make the thing, those things so firmly instilled in your routine that you cannot miss them, right? Like you cannot go without doing them. And I think the best way to start that process is to wake up every morning and figure out one thing that you can do like that that you don't want to and do it right away. You know, most people, um, there's a really famous uh, ex-military, I forget, Commander Freight, uh, I have to remember his name. Um, make your bed book. Uh, he wrote a book called make your bed. That was, that was a good guess. <laughs> it's uh, by William H. McRaven. Uh, and this book, um, I've, I haven't read the whole book, but I know the concept, like I said, because it's a, it's a military concept. Um, 
And the whole idea, and I'll post a video of this. There's a uh, there's a goalcast with him talking a speech where he talks about this. Really, really, really interesting person. Um, but I will post that for you guys on my Facebook so you can watch that um, as well. But anyway, um, make your bed. And and kind of his idea is um, every morning do something simple. You need a little victory every day. You know what I mean? You need something to make you feel like you're winning, right? You know, maybe not the war yet, but the battle, right? You're going to win each little battle. And it kind of the opposite of the old saying, right? <laughs> you're going to win the battle, maybe not the war, but you're going to, you're going to make sure, I'm sure you're going to win these little things. And the best way to do that is to, to, to get some kind of small routine started. The one that Commander Frazier talks about, or no, Fraser, I keep on saying that. Sorry, hold on one second. Um, I think it's Commander McRaven. Uh, he talks about um, making your bed. And this is the same, this is one of the things you do in the military. You know, first thing you do when you wake up, man, is you make that bed. You make that thing, uh, maybe not the first thing, but that's one of the first things you do before you leave. It's always made before you <laughs> exit the barracks in the morning. Always. Right? Um, and this is something that most military people carry the rest of their lives with them and do in, in, kind of as a habit. But it's a really good habit to get into because what it does is it instills, it, it kind of says right away when you wake up, boom, you know, I'm going to have a little victory today. I'm going to, I'm going to go. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go and have a victory over the things that I have to do today. <laughs> you know, and that victory, the number one victory is going to be making my bed because it's going to take me about a minute and a half. And then I'm going to be off on the right foot. Then every time I walk into my bedroom, I'm going to see that bed made and I'm gonna be like, hell yeah, I did that. You know what I mean? That's something that was done by me. And, and instead of having this messy, you know, sheet ridden, like, thing there on the on the edge that there's more chaos than you like to look at and so you just ignore and you know and you see how this pattern it, it starts you off on a pattern of doing that every day if you ignore your making your bed then you're going to ignore doing the whatever thing is you counter in the world next you know if it's the dishes or or the laundry or whatever it is you're going to bounce right off of it be like no 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 but if you do the opposite and you wake up and you you know you if it's like it's it's the way you pr- it's the way you posture yourself in the morning. Jordan Peterson talks about this idea as well. He said that the way he describes your experience of waking up in the morning is is kind of like it's like your 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 consciousness comes out of the dream state, right? And you're you're it's remade into the real world and into, into the world that you, that you recognize, right? And every when you open your eyes, what you're presented with is this this world of opportunity. You have all these different opportunities that pop up in front of you when you wake up in the morning. It's like, what could you do today? Like I said, this is a, 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 the way that Jordan Peterson describes it. But I love the way he describes it. And so it's like this, you know, this matrix of, of all of these different options and routes you could take through the day to, to try to be the most productive or to be the best version of yourself or whatever it is. And what you should be doing is looking at actively thinking on that chewing on that every morning and be like okay let's go and strat let's not, not even strategize let's use our strategy that we've developed through discipline to go and attack the best route possible the route that we think is going to lead to the best outcome for today right and most of the time every time it's going to start with some simple tasks like that because there's going to be things you have to do no matter what day it is so pick one of them and do them and if you do that you keep doing that you'll find that discipline actually isn't about the lack of control as we usually conceptualize, as that definition would have you believe. 
right? The practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment. Boom, you know, despotism. Believe it. Do it. You know, you know, it's, it's the stick in the character of the stick, right? Um, that's not how, that's not the best way to think about discipline because it'll cause you to run away from it because <laughs> it sounds like a scary thing. It's actually the thing that will free up more of your time. Discipline is more associated with liberty than it is with despotism and control. You'll never be more free than when you're disciplined. And the reason for that is because it actively frees up yourself to do whatever it is you need to do. Because you're taking care of the responsibility side. The things that have to be done, you eliminate those every day. And if you're good enough at this, about implementing a strict system with yourself, you'll get it so ingrained that you won't think about it. And before you'll know it, you'll be going around, those things will be autopilot. <laughs> so you're not actively going out there and wasting energy on them. You're actually saving energy. And then you can go out and there'll be days where you'll be like, oh wow, I don't have anything to do. I don't have, like, I've done everything, all of my chores, I've made my, I've done all of that, there's no cleaning I could do, like, all of my normal stuff is done, and then what you'll find is you'll start to find things to do. Like, well, you know what I could do? I've been wanting to organize that closet for a long, long time, and oh, man, it'd be so nice to get that thing cleaned out finally, and I can't, I have nothing else to do, so you go do it, and you actually enjoy doing it, because you have nothing else on your mind, and you're, 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 now instead of running away from those little fights, those little battles, the dragon or whatever, now you're like going out and being like, all right, no, no, no. I didn't like this little monster that gave me a look as I passed by a couple weeks ago. I'm gonna go back and take that sucker out. You know what I mean? That's how you, <laughs> that's how you treat the, the cat or the, you know, the closet. You know, you go and take it out. You fix that chaos. You pull some mortar into it, into being. And, and that's, that's the best way to, to, to kind of, um, posture yourself against, kind of the uh, chaotic state of being. Discipline is, is, like I said, it's one of those traits that you, it's a, it's a funny, it's a funny, it's a funny thing because people think about it wrong, but it actually will make you feel more free if you implement the virtue of discipline in your life. It also gets to, um, it, in a weird way, if, if you feel like you are out of control in your life, it, it's weird. This is, and this is what I did for a long time. I don't know if this is how other people, what happens for other people as well, but I, I think it's somewhat similar. What tends to happen is you feel like you don't realize this point. That there's things that you need to do, right? At some point in, in coming up or growing up, you just don't realize, doesn't click, that these are things that you have to do and you have to get checked off and you can't run away from. That, that it's better to institute a systematic way of approaching these things in a disciplined, disciplined you know, and, imp and, and implementing it in a disciplined way than running away from it and allowing it to grow into something that you can't, you know, fight. Um, if, you, if you do that, you'll start to feel that you're out of control of your life, right? If you run away from the responsibilities you need to pick up and the more out of control you feel, the more you'll try to squeeze harder on the steering wheel, right? Remember I talked about that a, a while back about, you know, one of the, th one of the things that we do, uh, 
in our conscious experiences, we like to think our, our ego likes to think it's in control. And so it, as things start to go out of control around us, we start to squeeze literally. Sometimes you'll do it literally. If you notice when you're tense, the reason we use the word tense is because you're literally squeezing your muscles. You're, you're tensing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you do that when you get stressed, when you feel like you need control. You're literally squeezing your being to try to control it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it doesn't do anything. Right? It doesn't help. All you do is stress yourself out. And this is what happens. Like, like I said, this is what happens when you get out of this, into this cycle where you run away from the things you need to kind of, to kind of to pick up to, in order to free yourself from this feeling of inadequacy, this feeling of not being able to pick up the weight or of, of, of feeling overwhelmed by existence itself. The reason you feel that way is because you're not picking up the things you need to pick up to make existence bearable. Right. Existence is unbearable if you don't do anything you need to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you don't, if you, if you, if you don't do any of the things that are going to get, if you, if you don't focus on the parts of your life that where entropy takes place most prevalently, <laughs> right? If that makes sense, the things that devolve naturally, the quickest, you have to constantly be there pulling them back. You know what I mean? It's like those things that are like, it's like the baby crawling towards the edge. You have to constantly like, nope, come here, come here, come here. Or like whack-a-mole. It's like going to pop up and you got to hit it. You know that? It's a constant game of whack-a-mole. Bum, 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 bum. But the thing is, is you can get good enough at that game where it runs autopilot, man. Just like I've talked about before. It's like you do these things, you know, it's, it's like, um, I talked about the, the ego being kind of the translator between, you know, the lived experience in the conscious world in some way, right? Um, And, and, and in order to ingrain something into habit and to make it those auto, an auto process, you have to do it repetitively. And so initially, this, this, this implementing a system of discipline is going to feel very uncomfortable because you're going to have to actively think about it for a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is why people usually stop. Same thing with like quitting anything. <laughs> Vices, right? And same, same thing. People stop because it's like it, it is hard. And it's, it's harder before it gets easier. And so as that, that difficulty increases, <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you, you're you like, ah, screw this. Throw in the towel and you go back down the down the hill, you know? Not realizing that you're like five feet away from the finish line. Once you get up there, it's like nothing but flat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Once you get up the hill, it's nothing but flat. Once you get that process, get that discipline, get those, 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 uh, those strategies for dealing with everyday chaos ingrained in you and on, on autopilot, you don't devote any active energy to it and now you have all this extra energy to go and do things in the day to maybe explore the things that you like i was was talking about your spiritual side your soul yourself what makes you unique what you're interested in right those things are that you you have the ability to go and pursue those things because you've you're taking care of the stuff that you need to take care of you know you can get and you can also get ridiculously efficient (laughs) Like where you impress yourself, you know, there's, there's been times, I, like I said, I, I'm actively applying these things in my life. It's not like I'm just talking about them or reading about them in a self-help book, right? And, and, and going out there and, and, and then spewing this stuff to you guys. No, the reason I'm saying it is because I've actively done this, watched it and seen how it works, right? Try to figure out what the experience is going to be like of going through it. You know, implement some of these things that, the, the, that some of these philosophers, thinkers have talked about and see what happens, and this is what's happened for me. It works. 
institute discipline in your life, you become a better person. Not only a better person, a happier person. You get closer to that happiness you've been searching for your whole life, as weird as it sounds, by doing the things you don't want to do. And if you try to connect it even more, do it with intent and love. You know, it's this, this is a good example. Um, it puts a smile on my face every time I think about it. Because I make my own lunches. Or here, it's it's like I'm I'm my own mom in in a sense, right? So like every week, I like to do meal prep and I do like burritos. I love to meal prep burritos. Also, great thing to meal prep if you ever want to. You just super easy. You make like eight of them and then you freeze them, and it's like the best thing ever. Anyway, that's one of the things I do every week. I do some meal prep, and when I'm meal prepping, I like to think I like to put myself in the mom place. You know what I mean? Like I like to kind of embody the mom figure for that hour or two while I'm cooking and put every single, like the ideal mom, right? Every single ounce of care and energy I have into making those burritos the best damn things I can possibly create. Not for anybody else, but myself. (laughs) It's a selfish thing, right? But it's one of the areas you get to be selfish, man. And, And there's nothing wrong with it either. Put your whole being into that thing. Make those burritos the best damn burritos you have ever tasted in your life. And you know what? The future Chris or whoever, whatever your name is, right? He's going to look at one of those things when he opens it. And I guarantee you, like, every time I open one of those burritos, it brings me back to that mood I was in. And I feel the love, right? That I imbued coming out of the freaking burrito. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel it. It puts a smile on my face. Yes. Thank you, past Chris. You were sitting there putting love into this shit, and now when I'm hungry and I'm in a hurry and I want something that's healthy and not bad for me, I've got something here that's not only not healthy and not bad for me, but delicious. Thank you, Past Chris. How was that made possible? Because you were disciplined. You developed a system of doing it correctly, and then once you did that, you imbued it with love. You imbued it with energy. You, you put care into it, and it made something, and you made something beautiful out of it that future Chris loves. <laughs> I know it sounds weird to talk about yourself in the future and past tense, but... It's a fun thing to do with yourself, you know? It's like, it's, it's a good way to think about it. You know, when you if, you if you encounter some chaos in your life, you know, everyday chaos I'm talking about, the bed's not made or, you know, their laundry's not done. Usually, those things, whatever it is, it usually is only going to take you five minutes or less, whatever it is. I mean, it, there's some chores that take longer, but most of the time, the things that you pass up, it's usually a five-minute thing or less. And you have five minutes, don't you? You have five minutes somewhere in your day. Maybe maybe not right in that second because maybe you didn't organize your day or structure it correctly, <laughs> right? But if you do, you're going to have five minutes to do that, right? If you just do those things when you come across them, if possible, if not possible, structure the day to where you can. Make a block of the day where that's your day where you're walking around and you notice something, you can get it done, boom. You know what I mean? Work it into your free time. You know, if it takes 30 minutes of your free time that you establish for yourself, then you know what? Usually it'll open up some other time, some other place down the road. You know what I mean? But you don't have to worry about that now. Just get the things done first. Priority. Things need to be done. Priority. Chaos. Deal with the chaos. Secondary priority. Make sure I'm rested. Make sure I'm, you know what I mean? Like, make sure that I'm taking care of myself. Why did I place that below the other ones? Because you need to, at least initially, you need to structure you need to make those things a priority so that they, so that you, you give them the thought and effort and care that it requires to, to, to structure them in a way that, that makes them doable. If that makes sense. I know that was kind of a knot of words there, but 
uh, I think you get what I'm saying, right? Um, it requires energy to, to structure something. You have to put energy into it. And so for a while, you're going to have to put more energy into the things that you don't like to do than you want to do. But once you do that enough, it'll become automated to where you can just have them done. They just go automatically and you actually start to enjoy them. You can view them with a little bit of love. You can view them with more time and energy than you normally would. And then you'll walk into your house and it, it kind of gets to that beauty thing we were talking about in the last episode. It's like, hey, look, wow. Even if you didn't do anything to change your environment. Maybe you didn't buy anything. When I said beautify your environment, I didn't necessarily mean you have to go and buy things, paint the walls or something like that. I meant like sometimes maybe you already have a beautiful environment you live in. Maybe that house is already gorgeous. You know, maybe that apartment is perfect. If you just picked up shit around the place, organized it, maybe put the bookshelf in a better location. You know what I mean? Maybe, I don't know, like, <laughs> what was it? Uh, is it a, is it feng shui? What is the what is the word where it's um it's the Eastern idea of making things, placing things in certain places to to encourage the flow of energy. Anyway, um you know just move things around. Maybe the layout of what you how you placed furniture in the in the place wasn't right. Anyway, you get what I'm saying, right? You can beautify places by just organizing them, or even just putting energy into them. Period. You know, cleaning it, cleaning up, uh, and the reason you do that. Right. The reason you put energy into those things is for those weeks, those days, like I described at the beginning of this episode. You know, work has really hit you hard that week. God, you didn't have any extra time carved out. But you didn't need to in this alter scenario because you already had the time carved out. You've already organized and implemented that structure in your life to where it fits with your work life even if your work life does become a little more demanding this week. And so when you get to come home, you still get to come home to a clean house with clean dishes and clean clothes and a made bed and hopefully a beautiful environment to live in so that maybe you know you get home that night and you can go right to bed. You can relax. You can decompress. You don't have to sit there with the weight of the things not done or sitting around you. You know, these constant reminders of everything you need to do still on top of everything that you're stressed out about work-wise, professionally. No, you took care of those. You're actively taking care of them. And so you got victories. Even if you were failing everything, everything was failing at work, you come home and you're walking and reminding yourself, hey, look, I'm a warrior, I'm a victor, every single day. That is the attitude you need to take in life. And if you, if you institute that kind of discipline in your life, I promise you, you will become a happier person. You'll become a better person. You become more efficient. If you want to talk about it, look at it from that perspective, way more efficient. You'll find that you have so much free time in your day, you don't know what to do with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a, there's a lot of, it's, it's kind of crazy. And then you actually start to enjoy those, those automated things. You can, you can start to strategize on how to make them better, more efficient. You know what I mean? Once you get, you get good at things that you put energy into. It's like if you go practice soccer every day for a year, you're going to get really good at it. You know what I mean? Same thing with cooking or cleaning or whatever it is. If you put that much energy in it, you get really good at it. It beca- it takes actual less time, literally less time to do because you're better. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it actually the product is better as well. You know, the house is cleaner, more organized. The food tastes better, whatever it is. You know what I mean? So put that energy into it. How do you do that? Discipline yourself. How do you institute discipline? Pick the simple tasks and complete them. Don't walk past them. Don't leave your bed a mess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do it when you see it. 
and and then you know feel that reward allow yourself to feel the gratification of doing and completing that task i did that hell yeah that bed looks freaking nice man hell yeah you're gonna look stupid especially if you're like with somebody like if you actually try to implement this and there's like a partner that you live with they're gonna be like what is wrong with this person you're talking to themselves like congratulating themselves on a, a bed well made you know what i mean but hey <laughs> do it I bet you they start doing it and in a couple weeks too. I bet you they I bet you they take on that same attitude in a couple weeks cuz they're going to it's infectious man. It works. I promise. Uh all right. I am rambling here at the end. All right. I'm going to get out of here. It's about 36 minutes. I'm over, guys. That went by so fast. I, I liked that topic. Discipline, good topic. Uh, we might have to cover it a little bit more. I know we will. It's, it's a very, it's a recurring theme. Um, but thank you very much for joining me on this beautiful Monday morning. I hope you have an absolutely fantastic week out there. Uh, and please, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, visit my Facebook page, my Instagram, my Twitter profile. All the links are on my Facebook page or on my Podbean website. Um, so please visit any of those if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Uh, and please like, share, uh, like, share, and subscribe if you enjoy this podcast. Please get it out there in front of other people you think may benefit all right uh with that have a great rest of your week i'll be back here i'm thinking on wednesday uh and that is the unfounded podcast signing out bye guys